Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Phil Tatarangi joins us this morning. He's the host of TE Up, of course, uh, with Tee It Up with Phil on 7 o'clock on Saturday mornings. Um, but also uh, of late, uh, Phil has been involved in a really uh, interesting podcast series. Uh, and, uh, of course, there's uh, a reason behind that. It's called the Whisker Series. Uh, Phil, first of all, before we get on to the golf of the week, um, tell us a wee bit about that, please. Yeah, look, it's a great initiative, obviously, the, the month of uh, November. Not only Melbourne Cup months and Cup week down in, uh, in Christchurch, Smithy, but, uh, but it's the month where I encourage everyone to check in on their, um, their, their health and well-being, and in particular for, for men with their mental health and well-being. Um, the, the Movember Foundation, founded a number of years ago internationally and here in New Zealand, uh, doing great work, not only throughout this month to uh, to raise raise awareness and, and and get people connected and get them the help that they need, uh, and we know that's um, certainly been a thing here over this last year or so, Smithy. Um, but it's really encouraging your mates to kind of get together and connect, and um, and so we've uh, in partnership with the Movember Foundation developed a, a small podcast series that's uh, in partnership with us here at SENZ. Uh, talking to a number of different subjects throughout this uh, course of this month. Caught up with Slade McFarlane last week, Smithy, and he talked about mm. the black dog that uh, that followed him not only uh, throughout the back end of his uh, his playing career, but when he was trying to make that transition into the real world and wonder what the hell uh, could I do? Uh, what sort of value did I have to society when not being a uh, being a rugby player? And, and a number of sports people make make those assumptions that, geez, I'm, I was good at this, but am I any good at anything else? And, um, and look, he contemplated suicide. Um, he's not proud that he got to that situation, but I think a lot of people um, maybe have those sorts of thoughts and they suppress them, and we know that that doesn't help them out long-term. So great long chat that I had with uh, with Faye. We break it down to about a five-minute small little podcast and um, and we're going to have a number of different conversations with a number of different people over the course of this month. Fascinating. I, I did listen to uh, a certain excerpts of that as well myself uh, and it was uh, nice to hear from him, uh, Slade McFarlane it was. Uh, it'd be nice to hear from Danny Lee I'm sure at the moment too, he's probably a bit keener <laughs> to talk than he has been for a while Phil because uh, he just put 578,000 US into his bank account but what does that mean? Golf, Golf Channel is saying, yes, he's got his card back, and other people are saying, no, he hasn't. He's close, but no. Yeah, break, let me break it down for you, Smithy. So uh, Danny had a couple of injuries last year, self-inflicted one of them, and uh, ended up having a shoulder shoulder issue. Um, had a 
yeah, the, the image that came out that he had a fractured rib as well. And, and so there's a number of different injury issues for, for Danny Beck in the last year. What that culminated to was a pretty unsuccessful year on the golf course. So he, he, he took a break in his schedule mid-summer in, in the States, uh, which meant that he had a minor, what's called a minor medical extension. So a, a small number of events to try and make up some lost ground from last season. Um, and so he started at the Fortnite Championship um, right, at, right before the, uh, the Ryder Cup there, mid-September. Uh, missed the cut out there. Went out to Bermuda this past week and with the strong showing yesterday, he takes that performance yesterday, adds it to the points that he had last, last year, adds them up, and does that get him inside the 125? So how I can break it down for you? He made 240, you have half a million bucks, that goes a long way. Mm. Everyone understands that. But the 245 FedEx Cup points that he made yesterday, add that to the 152 that he had from the 2021 season, he's just shy of 400. It took 440 FedEx Cup points to finish inside the 125 mark. So when they talk okay. about getting his membership back, if you finish inside the 150, Smithy, you get your membership back, but it's conditional membership. If he gets another 40 points or so in the next few starts, he then gets his full exempt membership back for the remainder of this season. Well, that was a giant step then, uh, and no other way to think about it. And when he stood on the 12th tee, he had a one-shot lead. When he stood on the 14th tee, he was... Uh, two behind, so uh, conditions, so very, very tough. So uh, to get to those kind of numbers and those conditions, particularly uh, on the first and last days, quite outstanding golf. Yeah, really did, and, and uh, Danny's said at times when playing in those sorts of windy, tough conditions that they haven't necessarily been his preferred um, elements to play the game in, um, and, and that maybe speaks to uh, his attacking style, um, likes to put the ball in the air, um, likes to shoot at a lot of flags, likes to be very aggressive. And we've known the, the Danny Lee that we've seen on the PGA Tour throughout the years is he's a birdie-making machine. And that sort of style does come uh, with the, the, trouble, the, the, the trouble. If you always want to go to the whip, you're not, not always kind of ready to uh, just hold back if you if you need to. And and, and I think at, at times yesterday, um, it seemed like he was on a roll. He was feeling it, certainly off to a fast start, took the lead. Um, when you make the turn, um, it, you, you've got to choose your moments, and, and that's when the conditions were, um, were at their toughest. And um, look, there's a lot of criticism that comes on that Danny plays too quickly when he gets in the hunt and sometimes makes some mistakes. Uh, that's actually when he's most instinctive. Uh, when he's playing well, he actually plays quicker. Um, but it, it certainly looked like the elements maybe just caught him a little off guard when the adrenaline was at its peak. And um, look, it's been a while since he's been in that position, to be fair, Smithy. It's been, been a couple of years since he's had a top five finish on the PGA Tour, so you know, although you don't forget how to do it, you um, you maybe need a little bit of a refresher. And um, for him, he's been a long way away from continuing to win a PGA Tour event for um, for 18 months or so. So 
Um, he'll benefit from the run, that's for sure. He was close, very close. Um, and hopefully over the next couple of weeks, he's going to golf courses where he's played well. He's had Mexico this week, down in just south of Cancun, where he's contended down there. Um, he might be able to keep this form going and, and regain his full status. Okay, let's uh, look at uh, at Lydia. Uh, Lydia tees it up in mm. uh, Saudi Arabia. I think it's her debut. Uh, they're playing for a million bucks, uh, and the men's uh, with a what a what I'd call a pretty second-rate type field compared to uh, some that line up. Played for six point five million bucks in Bermuda. <laughs> I, I just is, is is the pay parity is has that ever been an issue like it has been in tennis and other sports and uh, golf? Do the women make a bit of noise about it? Yes, it's a good point, and it's time to shine the light on a little bit. It was actually a lot worse than than what it's been recently. Uh, in recent years, there's been some broadcast revenue that's that's come in, um, and there's some big noises being made by not only the LPGA new commissioner that's on board there, a few new sponsors that have jumped on behind the women's game. Um, it seems a lot like the RNA and the USGA are also. Um, speaking pretty loudly with the, the broadcast deals that they've done for their championships. Um, so, look, I think there's, there's, there's some brighter times coming for the young women players around the world. Um, but it's going to be an interesting scene to watch some of them. Maybe we don't have time to, to go into detail about it this week. But the, um, the, the Saudi conglomerate, um, backed by government funding, um, and look, we're not going to round that off in a couple of minutes, but They've um, made this big play to um, to put a rival tour together. They've partnered with the Asian Tour. This is in the men's game. Maybe I'll get around to it with the women's game. But they, they, they get in the men's game, Greg Norman has been named their commissioner. Um, and some details will be coming out later on this week uh, of a 20-tournament schedule that they've partnered with the Asian Tour looking to be a disruptor and get some of the uh, the big names in the men's game to come across from the PGA Tour. Not so sure that's going to happen. However, um, part of this group that is putting this, uh, this rival tour together for the men's game is also looking to do something similar in the women's game. And so with Lydia playing this week in Saudi Arabia, it was actually rumoured that she was going to sign up for two events in in the um, in the Republic over there, that uh, she was actually going to forego an opportunity to win the scoring average trophy on the LPGA Tour. Um, that's not going to be the case. She's playing there this week, uh, as you say, not for as big a purse as the men. Um, but then she's going to return and play the last two tournaments on the LPGA Tour, and therefore put herself in a box position to um, to win that scoring average trophy. Out there, and another point towards the uh, the Hall of Fame on the LPGA Tour. Interesting, Phil. Um, you can tee it up with uh, Phil on Saturday mornings at seven o'clock, uh, folks. Uh, Phil can't let you go without uh, perhaps a Melbourne Cup tip. I'm assuming uh, you've run your eye over the field, and um, like most golfers, uh, you have a, a little bit of uh, a dabble every now and then. So, uh, have you got a <laughs> Melbourne Cup tip for our listeners? Oh, I have, mate, but, it, but to be fair, asking me for a Melbourne Cup tip is pretty much like asking you for um, what sort of golf clubs, um, you know, I should use maybe going out, whether it should be blades or uh, muscle backs or what sort of shaft is that there. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the bank on my, my picks. I, I, I did manage, I, I, I was looking through over history, Smithy, I did get on Empire Rose back in 88 mm. for some reason. 
I got on Empire Rose and had a very memorable first Tuesday in November back then. But it's been a bit of a lean run for me. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm biased, unashamedly so. Would love to go with a Kiwi um, to, 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 to pick up the cup this afternoon. Um, I'm, a, I'm a very elegant fan. And so don't knock mm. me down for, for looking at the favourites. I am a very elegant fan and, and, and have profited from her a little bit uh, over the uh, over the last couple of seasons. So that's most of really where I will head later on today. Good on you, Phil. Thank you very much. Around 13 bucks, so it's not a favourite. So uh, a tenner on that would be OK. You buy some uh, Pro V1s, uh, a nice little sleeve or two of those. So... Uh, 9.44 here on SENZ, Phil Towering. Uh, it will be back, of course, Saturday morning at 7 o'clock. Uh, keep those texts coming in, double eight double three. If you are texting in to be part of the Punters Club, remember your full name, your account number, uh, where you come from, and the code word Melbourne. Remember those four things. We've got a lot coming in without an account number. Well, that's no good to us. So make sure you've got those four components 